The content of this podcast, Swingin' It, is for informational and entertainment purposes only. The content discussed is not intended for investment advice nor a recommendation. Investing in any stock, security, bond, ETF, option contracts, or futures has substantial risk of loss. Chris McBride and John Burrell are not certified financial or investment advisors, nor are they registered brokers. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that neither Chris McBride or John Burrell will be held responsible for any loss that you may occur from acting on the topic or discussion in this podcast. These topics are not meant for recommendation. Chris McBride and John Burrell may hold positions in securities discussed in this podcast. Welcome to the Just Swinging It podcast, and as you can tell, I'm here by myself today. Chris had some stuff going on he had to take care of. We have been out for the last couple of weeks, and we apologize for that, but we will get going here. There's a couple things I want to talk about today. The first being that volatility the last month is starting to come down pretty massively, even though last week we had a rally in volatility and a sell-off last week in the S&P 500. That's what I look at as your broad market. And a lot of action going on. So we will see what comes ahead. I will say that volatility, I'm looking at key levels in the VIX. I'm looking at the 21, 22 handle on the VIX. If we break down below there, that looks very bullish for the S&P 500. But as the volatility breaks down to month lows, that also could signal complacency. So even though that could mean a signal for higher prices in the stock market, it also could say too much complacency. But with everything already priced in the market, people might want to hedge and they might be doing it at the wrong time. So people might be trying to expect something because 2020 has been such a crazy year, but it might not work out that way. They might hedge, volatility might rise a little bit, but then you might see premium get sucked out very quickly if we break below 22 and trend in that direction. Now the S&P 500 has been kind of rocking back and forth for the last couple months but we still are not too much far away from all-time highs. Now, something I want to talk about a little bit is that commodities have been doing phenomenal. Uh, the last, you know, really since June, commodities have been up. That's a factor of inflation. But we could see that starting to tamper off in the next few weeks a little bit. Uh, just because, you know, it's healthy for a natural pullback. So I wouldn't say that getting into commodities or the market right now is the best risk reward setup. But if you have a solid strategy and plan in place, 
uh, continue to follow your plan if it's been working for you and you have that strategy. But if you're someone that's um, just trying to average in, I don't know that this is maybe the best place, but you never can tell and no one knows the future. But we can assess probabilities to what has happened in the past and give the best forward outlook as possible. Now, uh, one of the other things I want to talk about here today is, and this is just going to be kind of a discussion really, but it is important to have a trading plan. And it's important to have a process of how you come up with your different strategies. So your, your trading plan or strategy, we'll call it, it needs to be a set criteria that you can follow to a T and it doesn't need to be you know, arbitrary. So you, you can't, you don't want to have something that's like you can interpret different ways because then you start bringing yourself into it. And one of the things that most traders have a problem with is their emotions and their self-discipline and bringing yourself into the trading plan or strategy that you have. So the more you can define your strategy, the better. And as you build more strategies, you need to have a process for building strategies. So some of the things that I was going over in building my strategy is what are you going to trade and what's going to be your filter for what you trade? Now, a very important from a one for me is going to be liquidity, because if you have a lot of liquidity, you're giving up less money. And let me explain that. So if you have a bid and a ask that's spread very far, then you would be getting in at one and getting out at the other and you're losing money in that spread because there's not a lot of liquidity. That's slippage. So you want to keep your fees and your, uh, which there's not many fees now, but you want to keep your fees and your losses and missed opportunities to a minimum. And the way that you can do that is by having high liquidity. So if you have something that's low in liquidity, you might have an opportunity to get out of the market. But if there's not enough liquidity there, you might not be able to get out of the market. So the example of this is there was some stereo speakers. You know, I'm a musician. You can see all the crap in the back. But there was some speakers. I'm like, these are valuable speakers. But they're only valuable to certain people that's in the industry. So, yes, they might be a great opportunity. If there's not enough liquidity, I can't execute or take advantage of that opportunity. That's something to keep in mind. So another one of the, the, uh, the filters uh, that I have is diversification. How much am I going to allocate to different underlyings or different types of underlyings, whether it be commodities or stocks or precious metals or currency? I need to have a set allocation to each type of underlying or each sector or however you want to break it down and allocating. You don't want to be over allocated to one thing. So that's something to um, take into consideration. Another one of my filters is I would like to see the underlying having options. If the underlying has options, then that usually means it has a, you know, a lot of liquidity and that you can also be more strategic. So you can improve your chances of probability and improve your capital efficiency if you have options market. If you don't have an options market, then you're going to have a lower probability and you're not going to be able to reduce your cost basis for that by selling puts or anything of the sort. So, and then 
you need to think of your sizing based on volatility. So are you going to trade a 10 point wide spread on a underlying when the volatility in the market currently is making it do 20 point wide spreads? So are you going to trade the same in all volatility times? That is probably not a good idea. So you wanna be able to trade different sizes depending on the volatility and, and allow your trade to breathe a little bit. So that's something else to um, take into consider. And then also your odds, what's your risk to return? So you have high probability and you have a one-to-one -one payout or a 1.5 to one payout. What's your odds on, on your trade? And this is something to talk about is I don't recommend people scalping because what generally happens is say you're scalping your day trading or whatever, you take out these little tiny profits, right? You take out these little tiny profits in the market and then all of a sudden you get ran over because you left the trade on. And the problem with scalping is, is if you're just in and out of the market, just in and out, one or two ticks, in and out of the market, then it's hard to set a stop loss. And if you're not setting stop losses, one will go against you and you'll hope that it comes back up, but then it just continues to go against you. And it doesn't have to go against you very far for it to take all your profits and then some. So you wanna make sure that you have the opportunity to make more money than your biggest loser will ever be. So, um, and if you're doing options, that necessarily might not be the case if you're doing an investing uh, side of things. But if you're doing trading, you need to give yourself a better risk to reward than just trying to pick up little tiny cents and then you give them back dollars. So that's something else that's important to think about. So, however, keep on the VIX at 22. Look out for that. Make sure that you are keeping an eye on that important level there as things move forward. And also, that's that's all I really wanted to talk to you guys about. And, uh, and when Chris gets back, we could probably have a bigger conversation on some of these things. But this is just really quick video on some things to think about in your trading. So I'm going to leave you there with that. Have a great day trading. And I'm going to jump in the futures market here at six and see what we can uh, get going. And we will see you guys next time. The content of this podcast, Swinging It, is for informational and entertainment purposes only. The content discussed is not intended for investment advice nor a recommendation. Investing in any stock, security, bond, ETF, option contracts, or futures has substantial risk of loss. Chris McBride and John Burrell are not certified financial or investment advisors, nor are they registered brokers. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that neither Chris McBride or John Burrell will be held responsible for any loss that you may occur from acting on the topic or discussion in this podcast. These topics are not meant for recommendation. Chris McBride and John Burrell may hold positions in securities discussed in this podcast.